the music was thumping in my ears. Now, thumping, for those of you who are not from the southern part of the United States, that means it wasn't only loud, but it was delicious. I had my favorite playlist on. I made it up myself. Little Tina Turner, some Diana Ross, Beyonce, Salt and Pepper. Pepper with an A, not an E-R. Do you see the trend here? Same as nigga with an A. Okay, I digress. Anyway, I am jamming on the one, not on the two. That's a rhythm thing. I'm packing for a trip. I am lost in my own world. And then I feel something all on my back, on my knees, on my elbows. I'm falling. I'm losing my balance. What I, uh, what, I, uh, what just happened? Mama, JG, what, catch me. What, who, what? Why, where does Zaddy come from and how come we both on the ground well the Lord have mercy Parenting Up Caregiving Adventures with Comedian Jay Smiles is the intense journey of unexpectedly being fully responsible for the well-being of my mama for almost a decade I've been chipping away at the unknown advocating for her and pushing Alzheimer's awareness on anyone and anything with a heartbeat spoiler alert Caregiver newbies, OGs, village members trying to just prop up a caregiver, you are in the right place. Hi, this is Zeddy. I hope you enjoy my daughter's podcast. Is that okay? Today's episode, I Tripped Over Zeddy. Our global community is expanding. I want your feedback. Let's snuggle up. Send a purple heart, the little emoji, to plus one four zero four seven three seven one four four nine. Parenting up family, it was a mess. Can you see me and Zeddy trying to help each other off of the floor? Well, it was mostly me trying to get Zeddy out the floor. And in full candor, we didn't make it all the way to the floor, but she was kind of half on one knee, and I was pretty much all the way down. Down goes Frasier. Down goes Frasier. That's my version of Howard Cosell calling the Ali Frasier fight. No one was harmed in the recording (laughs) of this episode. Let me back up just a tad. Jay, how in the hell do you not know that Zeddy is back up there on you? Why is your music that loud? Why are you that unaware of your surroundings? Well, First thing is, I still wear 
corded earbuds. All right, I'm a little bit of a relic, but that's because Johnny L. Cochran Jr., the famed attorney, died of a brain tumor. It was cancer. It was inoperable. Well, they operated a little bit, but they couldn't get all of it. And it didn't work, obviously, because he's no longer with us. And that was his final demise. He was like an uncle to me, very close. And he was even closer to my father. He made my dad promise to always wear a corded earbud, to never hold the cell phone to his head, da 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 I made my dad the same promise. So I go through great lengths to keep corded earbuds. This is the thing, people. If you are wearing corded earbuds and you get that music thumping, where it is your groove and you got the right volume. And if you got some good corded earbuds where the treble and the bass and the mid range is coming in, right? You can't hear what's going on around you, but hell I'm inside my closet and there was a caregiver on duty. I'm not with Zeddy technically, Au contraire, mon frère. That's my French. Au contraire, mon frère. Which is some version of, that's what you thought. Ha! Zeddy came in my closet. Why? Because I was in there. What happened was the caregiver was in the kitchen preparing Zeddy a meal. My closet and bedroom is on the same level of the house as Zeddy's. So Zeddy just meanders out of her room down the hall and sees me in my closet and decides that she's going to come and engage her baby. I don't have any idea if she called my name if she tapped on the wall, she may have done all the appropriate things to notify me that she was approaching me, but it didn't work. She was startled. I was startled. Can you for a second, just take a pause and imagine the horror that I have tripped over my mama and potentially did I break something of hers that I hurt, harm her in any way, and the stall that I've caused this poor lady. But my first thing was, Heffa, why you run up on me like that? You about to catch it in the throat, okay? I'm going to go Cardi B, put a Louboutin where her neck at. All right, that's a little much. She my mama, but, I mean, you know, you can't just. Look, I'm a black woman from Montgomery, Alabama. Dr. King just died every April. You can't just rock up on somebody back while they're in the middle of a Beyonce song. Somebody owes somebody something to the left, to the left. Somebody, what? Mm. After I dusted us off, calmed her down, got her back to her couch in her bedroom, Got myself a little sip of something strong. It wasn't 1738. <laughs> I didn't have to go that far to my Remy Martin. But I did need something more than water. 
I had to be honest and think, you know what? She does follow me around a lot. I wonder what the hell that's about. Like, it forced me to deal with the fact that my mama has become like my shadow. Sometimes it's cute. Sometimes it's a nuisance. That day, it was dangerous. It was a workman's comp situation. At the top of Zedek's diagnosis with Alzheimer's, new caregivers or friends would point out, ooh, your mama certainly knows whenever you come in the house. She doesn't even have to see you in her room. It's almost like she can feel you've entered the house and she will come out of her room and start walking around in the hallway calling your name. I thought it was cute and that they were exaggerating, but I mostly put it on the fact that everyone else was so new to her that she had a keen sense of awareness around J.G. and when the hell is J.G. coming home because all these other people are strangers. They are aliens. And when the world is my child, my North Star going to come back. But as the caregivers stayed around year after year and they have become family, a lot of that dissipated. I was like, hey, we're all even Steven, right? Ha! Guess what, guys? Not right. I started asking caregivers, was, well, does she, does she follow y'all around? And they were like, yeah, I mean, a little bit sometimes, Jay, but it's not the same as what she does with you. And I was like, wow, okay. Well, let me dig into this. And then I, it hit me. I was like, man, it's just like when I was a kid. I would follow my mama into the toilet. This lady had zero privacy. She could be on the toilet letting the big one loose. I sat right on the floor and told her all of my problems. Some boy that I liked that I was trying to figure out how to see if he liked me without asking him specifically. Ooh, I got a test. Oh, mama. Can I go to the pep rally? I want to go on a date. I want to go to the movies. All of it's right there at her feet on the toilet while she was what? Tearing the house down. I ain't care. I was like, I wonder if this is payback. I wonder if Zeddy knows all the times that I invaded her space. And she's like, I tell you what, I know how to get Jay back. <laughs> I might be trapped in my mind and in this house, but I would get her ass back and wear her out like she used to wear me out. Zeddy follows me anywhere in the house the moment she sees me or hears my voice. I started to ask some people in her medical team is this normal, abnormal? Should I be worried about it? They told me that it's actually very normal for someone with Alzheimer's, and it's 
even has a name. It's called shadowing. I was like, wow, she's my shadow. And I thought, y'all could have come up with something a little more unique than that. That sounds like something we said on the playground. How much money do you get paid? What's my copay? I was elated to hear that it's normal. It is a part of the progression of dementia, of Alzheimer's. First, it allowed me to put it in perspective and try to wrap my brain around not getting frustrated or agitated. Like, Mom, where are you going? Like, just sit down. I'm going to be right back. Because, hell, if she doesn't have a concept of time, how the hell does she know what be right back is? Or maybe she's scared. Or maybe she doesn't even realize that she's following me. But if this thing called shadowing is reoccurring enough to have a space medically in the annals of Alzheimer's, well then, Jay, you need to snuggle up to it. My mom really likes to walk down the hallway and look over the banister down into the living room and see if I'm there. So much so, it has changed my sleeping patterns for when I go and get into bed. I will do my best to do any work on my laptop or in my journal so that while she's doing her evening walks with her caregiver, I can be in place for her to look because she's trying to find me. And there are times when I'll look up at her and I'm like, hey, mom. And then she's looking at me, parenting up family, and she'll say, JG, where are you? And the medical field has told me that's also a part of shadowing. They can be looking right at you and say, where are you? What in the whole hell? I'm right here. I'm right here, Zaddy. Uh, okay. And then I put my laptop down and I ran up the steps. And that worked. So now that's what I do all the time. I put my laptop down and run up the steps. Hey, Zaddy, here I am. And then when I got to her and hugged her, she said, oh, there you are. So get it. When she said, where are you? Bless the little baby heart. She wasn't trying to really say, Jay, I don't see you. She was saying, girl, come over here and hug me like you too far. You way down there in the living room. How come you ain't over here where I am? I need some more JG time. I recall being on shift. Only JG and Zeddy were in the house. I'm at the lower level, which my construction team told me I can no longer call it the basement because I did some renovations. I was like, oh, okay, let's, let's, let's get lit there. What? Let's do this. Anywho, I come back upstairs. I'm looking for Zeddy. I can't find her. I look all over in her area. Her bedroom, her closet, her bathroom. She's in my closet. 
I said, well, what, what are you doing? She said, I'm looking for you. So this is kind of a reverse shadowing. She couldn't find me. She wanted me. She couldn't find me. So she went to my areas rather than just stay where the hell I asked her to stay. I was like, wow, this is something. How are we going to fix this? Parenting up family, you can't fix it. This shadowing thing, once it starts, it's not really a phase. It stays as long as they're ambulatory. I said, oh, snap. Oh, snap is a politically, well, just a, I wouldn't say politically correct. It is a nicer way of saying, oh, shite. So what are the experts saying? According to dailycare.com, we, the caregivers, the primary caregiver, the family caregiver, you are your LO's lifeline to the outside world. They are shadowing you, following you all around, walking on your heels, perhaps asking you a lot of questions. Maybe not. This shadowing thing is not as much about talking as about physically walking right behind you or right beside you. Even if you say, stay right here, you sit them down. I'll be right back. Your LO will say, okay, I'll stay right here. Soon as you turn around, they stand up and start following you. And it's difficult to tell, did they grasp your directive? Maybe they did, but got too anxious or fearful to stay. Maybe they never even understood your request for them to sit down and stay there. Either way, Recognize that they are fighting for their lives. And in that moment, you represent stability. You are security. You are the comfort, that warm blanket, that hot chocolate. Anybody who watched Charlie Brown, Linus had that blanket. That's what you are. So they're going to follow you. Shadowing is defined as the person with dementia being fearful of being alone when their family caregiver is out of sight. Out of sight. You haven't left the house. Maybe you haven't even left the room. You could just be behind them or outside of their peripheral view. And the freak out occurs. Do they get agitated? They might get mad. They may say, you left me. You abandoned me. I knew you weren't going to hang around. You're like, damn, I just turned around to go get the remote. 
And now you done decided I've abandoned you after I quit my job or left my marriage to come be with you or I drove through five hours of traffic to come over here to the assisted living facility and I'm just trying to turn around and water your plant and you said I'd abandon you? Well, okay, but here's the thing. If they trying to shadow you, boo-boo, that's their reality. Isn't that crazy? Ay, ay, ay. Whatever we're feeling, remember what they're going through is way worse. They meaning your LO. CareWorksHealthServices.com says that shadowing can come during sundowning or if your LO is having a period of tremendous anxiety. Sometimes they do it to have a sense of purpose. They believe they're coming along with you to help you. They're going wherever you're going. Because you need some help. Whether you are a sibling or spouse, a child, a parent, surely you need their help. How sweet is that? Except for the fact that <laughs> you're probably thinking, you ain't about to help me do nothing. I'm going to have more worry and stress if you come with me. Please sit down. Agingcare.com actually lists some pretty cool suggested solutions. You can expand your LO's world to include one or two more trusted people. I strongly stress the one or two more. So just slowly get them accustomed to one or two more people who would come very frequently. You have a schedule. They come around the same time of day or the same number of days per week, the same time of day doing the same things. And if that person is around your LO and your LO sees you, the family caregiver, engaging with this new person, Maybe it's another family care. Maybe it's another caregiver that you've hired, or maybe it's someone from church or a neighbor who you you trust. Then you won't be the only human that your LO latches onto and feels the need to follow around like a puppy dog. They go on to talk about creating repetitive schedules that can help negate the shadowing because the anxiety will be lower. At least that's the hope. The anxiety will be lower if there's such repetition and a pattern to their schedules. They do this at 12 o'clock and then right after that, They wake up, brush their teeth, wash their face, eat breakfast, read a magazine, watch some TV, 
go for a walk, do chair exercises, take a nap, read a book, so on and so forth. And if that becomes so clear and becomes muscle memory, not that their brains can process new information, but if they can lean into such a schedule, then the anxiety should dissipate and they don't have to follow you every time you come in and out of the room. At least that's the plan. The best thing on agingcare.com is acknowledge their feelings. If they're shadowing you, and you ask why or you say where are you going or why are you coming with me? Whatever it is that comes out of your LO's mouth, say, okay. If they say, because I'm scared you're going to leave me not coming back. Or because I need to give you some help because you don't know what you're doing. Or because last time you said you were coming back in five minutes and it took you two weeks. Whatever they say. Acknowledge it and move on. Don't be combative. Don't disagree with them. You don't have to tell them that they're right. I mean, actually, I tell them she's right all the time. I don't care what she says. She could say that is 1887 and that the British are coming. One if by land, two if by sea. I'm going to say, okay, mom, well, what do you want to do next? Usually she throws it back at me. It took me a lot of years to to learn this technique. If I say, okay, when she's riled up, okay, mama. So now what do you want? What you want to do about that? She looks at me and says, well, I don't know, JJ. I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> By that time she is <laughs> exhausted. Because she has worked herself up into a frenzy. She is ready to go toe-to-toe with me. I'm not going toe-to-toe with nobody with Alzheimer's. You can't beat them. They live in a universe that you have never visited. They have a set of rules, a constitution, presidents, a whole Congress that you have never met. How are you going to argue with them? You will never win. She always tosses it back to me. I don't know, JJ. I don't know what we're going to do. I said, well, mama, I think we should just wait for a few minutes and they probably going to call us and tell us what to do. She said, you think so? Yeah, I think so. Well, I sure hope so. I said, well, I, I do too. If they don't call, if they don't call us, then we'll call them. Okay, that's a good idea. And then we are out of that. And she don't remember that shit no more. Moving on. That's one example of how I acknowledge her feelings or whatever she's thinking. So when Zeddy shadows me now that I understand it a bit more, I let her. I no longer ask her where she going or why is she coming or why won't you sit down? Now, if she doesn't have on shoes or if her shoestrings aren't tied, I will stop and make her do that or I'll do it for her. 
But if there's not a impending safety issue, then hell, she got me. <laughs> like Zeddy didn't want again. Parenting up family. I decided to change my perspective. When Zeddy is following me, that means a few really cool things. She can still walk. She recognizes that I'm somebody she wants to follow. She is aware that I have left where she is. And she made a decision to get her behind up or turn around or what have you and come and go with me. And if I'm leading the way, I can protect her. So that's not too bad. Come on, Mama. Let's go. The snuggle up number one. If your LO is shadowing you, consider finding a task that you can have them do quickly. Let them fold some clothes, maybe one or two towels. It doesn't matter if the towels are already folded in the linen closet. Go get one or two towels, small towels. Don't get the fitted sheets. Nobody can fold those freaking fitted sheets. Or walk to the mailbox to get the mail. Who cares if you already got the mail? Go to the mailbox, open it up. If it's empty, shrug your shoulders. Huh, I guess no mail came. Walk back in the house. Make it seem like a useful task since they're already with you. Number two, as your LO is shadowing you, consider the path back to a safe area in the home or the facility that will allow them to rest. Are you trying to get them back to bed? a sofa, a chair, a table. Start thinking through that. And once you get them there, what activity will keep them in place? Are you going to give them something to drink? Maybe a magazine. But once you sit them down or put them in the bed, have the TV on, give them a book. If they like to paint or color, have that activity already prepared in your mind that you're going to hand off to them such that when you turn to walk away, they don't shadow you again. Number three. Shadows are created when something interrupts a source of light. The only way your LO can be considered a shadow is if you are your LO's light. 
you are his or her light source. And when they walk up on you, it creates that shadow. How can they not be drawn to you and follow you if you are their source of light? You got this. That's it for now. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe for continuous caregiving tips, tricks, trends, and truth. Pretty, pretty, please, with sugar on top. Share and review it, too. I'm a comedian. Alzheimer's is heavy, but we ain't got to be. 